Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Unfortunately, the confidence one gains with podcasting bestows neither invulnerability nor immortality. When you're taken down, or perhaps out, do you have a good plan to inform your audience? Today's episode is brought to you by My Podcast Reviews, because you need to know what your audience is saying about your podcast. With My Podcast Reviews, you'll be notified anytime, anyone, anywhere in the world leaves a review for your podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Podchaser, or CastBox. Even though podcast ratings and reviews don't affect your podcast ranking, podcast reviews are still extremely powerful ways to know, engage, and even grow your podcast audience. So make it easy for your audience to follow, rate, and review your podcast with a free three-week trial of My Podcast Reviews when you sign up at mypodcastreviews.com slash pp. That's mypodcastreviews.com slash pp. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Tara. Ultimately, all of us will stop podcasting. You, me, everybody. On a long enough time scale, one day, our audience will never hear our voices ever again. Or at least, they'll be unable to, for we'll be unable to, for whatever reason, publish an episode the way we've published episodes for an extended period of time. We likely want to let people know what's up. How well are you prepared for that? And no, this is not me trying to sell you life insurance. Just me helping you think about what you can do when the thing that you do, you can do no more. Now, broadly speaking, I think there are three approaches to how you can plan for this eventual reality. Number one, and for the majority of podcasts, is do nothing. Do nothing, because it's going to happen, and whatever it is that's happened that is keeping you from podcasting or keeping you from talking to your audience is likely keeping you from doing lots of other things as well. And so for most podcasters, explaining their absence during this time of ultimate crisis is pretty low on the priority list, especially if you're podcasting as a, a hobby or a fun exploration of your creative side, or some other less than totally serious prospect that got you into podcasting, which again describes most podcasters. The second option is do something. Maybe not everything. We'll talk about that in a minute. But first, do something. Because surely you can do better than doing nothing, right? 
Now, the good news is, because you're a podcaster, odds are that you know at least one other podcaster. So in a time of extreme crisis, someone that you know really well, who's also into podcasting, could probably step up and post an update on your behalf. But that assumes one thing. You've actually done some planning and designated who that person is. Do they know how to publish an episode? Even if that's just an episode of them explaining your situation, do they know how to do that on your particular platform? We can all do it, but do we know the right way to do it? Do we have all the access and the codes? But of course, before that, that assumes that you've set some parameters with the regular people in your life, the non-podcasters, so they know how to contact the person you've designated as your do-something person on your podcast. Lots, Lots to do there. And that's just do something. The third way to approach this is do everything. Because there's several flaws in that do something plan. The biggest one being that you probably publish more than just an audio episode of your podcast. You publish more than that, most likely. More to the point, there might be people who consume your published content who rarely listen to your podcast. Maybe they prefer to watch the videos that you publish on YouTube, whether they're full videos or clips. Who's going to post an update to YouTube if it's not an automatic publishing from your podcast? Maybe your audience only reads the articles that you create out of your podcast episodes. Who's going to update them? Who's going to write something and post that article? Perhaps they've only subscribed to you, uh, your newsletter. Maybe they only read your reposts on Medium. Or maybe only your extended Twitter threads or whatever else that you do. How will those people be notified of this big, big problem? Now, if it sounds like I'm describing me and my processes, I guess I kind of am. Because I'm really well connected to a lot of podcasters. So, yeah. My friends could step up and pick up a lot of the slack and get something published out there in lots of places. Also, I use a production assistant. Hi, Allie. Allie could do a lot of what I do right here. Also, good news for me, a lot of what I do is automated. It pushes out notifications automatically when things publish. But that's not everything. A lot of my publishing processes are very manual, completely undocumented, and known only to me, locked up inside the gray matter. You might be in a similar situation. So, what are my options? What are your options if you really want to keep everyone informed? Well, option one, obviously, is to make it documented, get it out of my head. I can write every single thing that I do down and put a solid what's-next plan in place, that seems like a logical thing that I should do. But am I going to do that? Honestly, I doubt it. I mean, I know that I should do that, but 
uh, things that I should do, I want to do, and I will do. But there are things I should do that I never, ever do. And I'm not so sure I probably will do this, which means chances are I will fall back to number one and do nothing. If you hear from me, if you don't hear from me for a while, maybe that's what's going on. I'm curious, what, what would you do? Do you have a good plan? Do you have a partner? Do you have somebody who can step up and take all of the slack? Because I don't. And I kind of wonder what that means at some point. Maybe I'll get better. I don't have any booster games for you today. I, I do want to do one little correction. Yesterday, uh, I mentioned that someone had donated on Breeze. Well, that was Matt Medeiros from Castos. Cast, um, Breeze just didn't send over his message. So thank you very much, Matt, for the sats and for the nice message. And if you received any value from today's episode, please consider going to, uh, well, please consider returning some of that value. Lots of places to do that. Uh, check out Podcast Pontifications dot com slash sponsor some excellent options right there and on this cheery note of an episode i shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications cheers podcast pontifications is written and narrated by evo Terra. he's on a mission to make podcasting better Links to everything mentioned in today's episode are in the notes section of your podcast listening app. A written-to-be-read article based on today's episode is available at podcastpontifications.com, where you'll also find a video version and a corrected transcript, both created by Ali Press. Podcast Pontifications is a production of Simpler Media. Find out more at simpler.com media. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe 
has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.